Hi, this is Chris Baldwin, a.k.a. Fight Goddess with Skull Combat Sports Equipment, and you are listening to Eddie Goldman with No Holds Barred. Hi, my name is Melissa Smith from GirlBoxing.org, and I'm listening to No Holds Barred with Eddie Goldman. Hello everyone around the world. Once again, this is Eddie Goldman on No Holds Barred. On this edition of the show, we once again spoke with our colleagues Chris Baldwin of The War Room and Melissa Smith of Girl Boxing on The War Room. A video of this discussion has also been posted on the War Sports YouTube page. We spoke with them Monday, November 15th. Our discussion focused on two major exciting fights which took place Saturday, November 13th. In Sheffield in the UK, Alicia Baumgartner dominated Terry Harper and stopped her in the fourth round to unify the WBC and IBF super featherweight belts. In Phoenix, Arizona, Unbeaten super middleweight David Benavides scored a seventh round stoppage over Kyron Davis to advance his claim to have a shot at undisputed super middleweight champ Saul Canelo Alvarez. We discuss these fights. What's next for Baumgartner and Benavides this coming weekend's Terence Crawford Sean Porter fight and much more. All this is part of our in-depth coverage of the corrupt world of boxing and sports governance in general. But, before we get to that, a word from the sponsors of No Holds Barred. No Holds Barred is brought to you by LennyHart.com, the home of Lenny Hart, the legendary MMA and sports announcer, voice actor, singer, actress, and comedian. Lenny is also known for her jazz vocals with her Lenny Hart Jazz Cabaret Band. For more information, to book her or to order a custom message from her, go to LennyHart.com. That's L-E-N-N-E-H-A-R-D-T dot com. And Skulls Fight Shop, home of the Skulls Double End Bag the perfect punching bag for your combat sports training. Skull's double-end bags provide a realistic striking target and help improve speed, distance, and timing skills. Hang it and hit it right out of the box. No pump required. Skull's Fight Shop. Advancing combat sports equipment for the next generation of fighters. For more information, go to Skulls that's S-K-U-L-L-Z, fightshop.com. And Adolfina Studios, original art prints and handcrafted fine jewelry. For more information, go to etsy.com, that's E-T-S-Y dot com, slash shop, slash Adolfina Studios, that's A-D-O-L-P-H-I-N-A Studios. Also, 
Please subscribe to the No Holds Barred page on Patreon for much more No Holds Barred content that's at patreon.com slash Eddie Goldman. Now, you can also support our independent No Holds Barred journalism by purchasing items such as t-shirts, hoodies, tank tops, mugs, pillows, masks, and even mini skirts at the new No Holds Barred with Eddie Goldman shop on Red Bubble. It has also been recommended to me that people choose sizes on the large side, as some items may run small. You can browse all the items for sale and then place an order at redbubble.com slash people slash Eddie Goldman. Hello everyone around the world. Welcome back. This is Eddie Goldman, No Holds Barred. What's up, Fight fans? Welcome back to the War Room. This is Chris Baldwin, a.k.a. Fight Goddess, and I am here with Melissa Smith and Eddie Goldman. We are going to talk about the world of boxing, the world of women's boxing, because there were some fire-ass fights this past weekend. And Melissa, we're going to start off with uh, the Baumgartner fight. I know you watched that fight. Tell us, give us the breakdown on that. Well, you know, first fight. of all, it was on the zone and uh, it was a super featherweight, which, you know, last week we talked about Michaela Mayer and her absolute devastating win. And now we have Terry Harper, who uh, has the WC belt, the WBC belt. She had the WBC. Had. <laughs> had the WBC. Had that belt. And, you know, was being touted as, uh, you know, the next big, big thing. And there was a lot of screaming and hollering because Michaela Mayer made the top 10 uh, pound for pound on the on the, the ring rankings. And she didn't and all this kind of stuff. Well, meanwhile, Terry Harper, if you recall, she had broken her hand. Not once. But broke it. It was she had surgery, repaired it, and then she broke it again. Uh, so like her uh, her hardware snapped on her on her hand. So she hadn't fought in a year when she came into the ring. And her opponent was Alicia Baumgartner, who is one tough lady. She's the truth. Oh, she is the truth. And her only loss had been to Christina Linaradu. Uh, uh, Gosh, I've just completely messed up that That's name. Right. But, uh, I hack um, up names all the time. <laughs> anyway, who's uh, <clears throat> a Greek fighter. Really, really tough. And um, even that loss, which was for a belt, um, was only by split decision. Mm. So this is a tough, tough lady. So she came into this fight saying, hey, you are underestimating me. You do not know who I am. And she came in there to win. Now, this is also a woman who's been fighting at super lightweight rather than junior lightweight. So she came down. Uh, she kind of has gone between both weights. She's fought super feather in the past. She had had a baby belt in Super Feather um, and then had gone up to Super Light. So she's, you know, as with many women, they kind of, you have to mm -hmm. kind of go through weights. Anyway, so she came down for two weight classes to fight in this fight and just came to win. She did not come to box. She came to win. She looked amazing. And she did. She had beautiful mechanics in the ring and completely flummoxed Terry Harper, really from the beginning. I mean, Harper, you know, listen, 
she's coming back after a year's layoff. She's coming back after having broken her hand the second, having had two surgeries on her hand. So you know that psychologically she, she was coming back from a lot. But Alicia just overwhelmed her, swarmed her, gave her better mechanics, and then knocked her out with a beautiful rate. Knocked her out on her feet. She was standing up on her feet. Literally on her feet. She just stood there, stunned. Her body went into shock. And Alicia's like looking like, oh, she's not moving. So she came in to hit her again. As the ref was coming in, she did clock her a little bit. Not not too hard. Because by that point, the ref had just literally encircled Terry Harper's body. It was like, no, 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 no. This woman is out on her feet. And she was. Yeah. She was absolutely out on her feet. And it was one of the best stoppages I've seen in a long time. You know, there's been disputes about uh, coming in to stop women's fights too early. That was a great stoppage. That was a perfect stoppage. It was perfect because if she had been really hit again, she would have landed hard on her head. I don't even want to think about what would have happened. Right. So, right. I just want to, I want to add on the stoppage. So I only saw clips from the fight. It was clear that Terry Harper could no longer defend herself. Mm-hmm. She was she was sort of frozen like a statue, and she kind of turned her back. And the referee, in this case, really had great timing. If you can't defend yourself anymore, the fight is over. And she had already been losing the fight. But once that happened, it's over. So people want to see... I don't know what they want to see somebody beaten to death in the ring, whatever that this was, this was a very good stoppage. And I think other referees can, can learn from this one in terms Mm -hmm. of, of what to do. And if they need to have a rematch sometime in the future, I don't really know if that's going to happen, but you can always have a rematch in the future. Yeah. I mean, there is apparently a rematch clause, but I I don't know that that's going to happen. So, but the net effect is, you know. No, you you froze up there a little bit. Yeah, right. the in, internet all over has just been yeah. crazy. I'm hoping that I don't freeze up over here, not from being punched, but from uh, my internet provider spectrum punching me. You're right. So what does okay. what does Alicia go from where does she go from here? Like the next uh what's her next step? Well that's a that's a good question. Um you know with Michaela Mayer having unified with two belts last weekend, um, you know, there's one other belt big, big belt out there which is uh by uh, Choi it was a South Korean fighter undefeated um and a very good boxer. And I think the plan had been for Terry Harper to win this fight and mm-hmm. then fight Choi. So now with Alicia Baumgartner winning, the question will be whether they make a fight between Baumgartner and Choi to unify and then right. have that, the, and then whoever wins that bout would face Michaela Mayer in uh, an undisputed wow. uh, competition. I'd that see that. I'd like to see that. So, so that's that's one way that this can go. Uh, but we'll see. Um, you know, I mean, Eddie Hearn took a big hit on this because he he had it all mapped out how how he was going to get to undisputed. So we'll we'll, we'll he under he underestimated that girl from Detroit. 
Yes, he did. Came to win. She came to win. Uh, and, you know, and it's interesting. She she's managed by Brian Cohn, who who also manages Mary McGee, who had that big win. He also manages Callie Reese, who's fighting this weekend on her own road to undisputed and the super lightweight division against Jessica Camera this weekend in New Hampshire. So, uh, you know, for his outfit as a manager, wow, mm-hmm. they've gotten some big wins coming on. That's so right. That, Good job. That's really interesting. Good job for him and his team. Uh, so that's a big fight to look forward to. It'll be on the zone. Really, really worth seeing if you can in the United States uh, because the winner of that fight, uh, whether it's Callie Reese or Jessica Camera, my money is going to be on Callie Reese just because she's been out there longer and as a stronger uh, pedigree uh, as a fighter, but you never know with Camera. She looked beautiful against Heather Hardy, although she had lost her previous fight against Melissa St. V, uh, neither of whom is like elite elite, but mm-hmm. well, certainly Heather Hardy was close uh, from the old school kind of pro boxing start. And, and who is Ava Cantos fighting? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know who. She's yeah, I think fighting. she's on the on the card on the 27th. She's on the 27th. Yeah, and and Chilito Vincent is going to come back to the ring on the 27th, also up in in uh, Massachusetts. So the camera uh, Cali Reese fight will be the second half of the sort of road to undisputed getting a, a unified title between those two. Um, and then the winner of that fight will face Chantel Cameron in early winter, sometime in the winter or mm-hmm. spring next year. So that's really, really exciting because Chantel Cameron, if you recall two weeks ago, just put on a, a clinic in boxing. So um, I'm really looking forward to the Kelly Reese fight and see how she's going to do um and then we'll have uh, a really exciting thing i mean again you know we we talked about this this is women's boxing's brilliant fall and i've just learned that natasha jonas who is uh an olympian uh from england is finally going to get a fight she's going to be on a card at a wembley this weekend in england it'll be on sky sports uh, i haven't been able to locate who the american partner will be but there's some really exciting stuff happening in women's boxing. Never mind what's going on in Mexico and Argentina. Right. So and uh, Clarissa signing. Uh, did she sign a, a big multi-million? Deal? Do- she signed a seven-figure deal. She's gotten her million dollars. I mean, for two fights. Don't know what the actual price is per right. fight, but good for her. Good, good for her. on her. That right. also is with uh, Sky Sports boxer. Uh, we're still waiting to find out who the American partner will be on those television, uh, whether streaming or televised, um, and uh, still haven't heard on that. I mean, Sky Sports really has to find an American partner. Right now, they've been using, uh, I think it's Fight TV or something, uh-huh. but it's Fight TV. It's Fight TV, but it's been a per fight cost of like twenty bucks, and that's just too much. It's like pay-per-view almost. Uh, so right. they, they've got to come up with some kind of partnership. I know Eddie uh, had talked about that, about the relationship with Comcast and all of that. But we'll, we'll see what flies out. And they don't have a lot of time because Clarissa fights on December uh, what was it, 11th. 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 So uh, as does Savannah Marshall. So we really got to get something quick because that's that's coming up fast. Yeah, and uh, if they don't, if they don't get an American TV deal, it just shows again 
how all the idiocy of being divided up by different promoters and different mm -hmm. networks and all this is further leading to right. a decline of boxing in the United States. Well, you're seeing a lot of these fights taking place in the UK where it'll get a lot of coverage in the media. It'll be on one or another of these different networks, even when it's on their pay-per-view their pay there. It's not 70 or $80 like it is in the United States. It'll usually cost roughly at max will be 25 pounds, which is 30 something dollars. And so it's much more affordable over there. And meanwhile, yeah. the American networks, everybody's dithering, getting a lot of low ratings, and bad reviews. And so uh, American, particularly American boxing is declining. And I don't think, I think the zone is pretty much written off making America a big home for boxing and investing a lot of money. They don't have Canelo anymore. Uh, they may get him on a fight by fight basis in the future. They, they may or may not have Joshua anymore. They certainly don't have him. And if he fights Usyk in the UK, that'll probably either be on a pay-per-view either by Sky or DAZN or somebody not, Eddie Hearns are not part of the regular DAZN subscription. So a lot of people signed up for DAZN, at right. least here, they expected to get Joshua and Canelo, some of the top fighters, and now they're not getting them anymore. So yeah, uh, they mean, did a little Andre. bait and switch. <laughs> yeah, they'll get Andre this weekend. You know, he's on that card. Uh, but, uh, you know, the other thing, just one other thing about women's boxing in UK, there's actually a women in boxing conference being sponsored in, in England. Uh, and Natasha Jonas is going to be a prime speaker in December 18th. And, and that's a big, huge deal. And there's a lot of publicity around that. And now that she's with Sky Sports and Boxer, um, they're really putting a lot of promotion around that. Eddie Hearn is putting a lot of promotion around that. So um, women's boxing is really heating up in the UK. They're getting a lot of fans and they fill stadiums with a lot of fannies in the seats. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, there was that issue with Chantel Cameron's fight where you know she became the main event. There was a lot of pushback on that, but it's it still looked good. And and DAZN, you know, had a card this weekend in Anaheim. They have a deal with Golden Boy, and they had a card this weekend. And they had a, a really uh, competitive fight between uh, Mancino and and uh, um, Calvi, which was there in the main event of their streaming. Uh, on the Golden Void side. But that was a, a good card. So, you know, they, they are making investment in, in terms of continuing to do fights in the United States. And they're putting women on every card that they can, right. which is more than, you know, you can say about PBC, which does zero. Right, exactly. Nothing. None of those guys put women's zero. fighters no on their cards. Exactly. So All right, let's talk. Women. Yep. All right, let's get into that Benavidez fight. Chiron, you know, Chiron Jackson, hey, he hung in there. What's his last name, Chiron? Davis. Davis. He 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 hung in there with Benavidez. I have to give it to him. He was a warrior. But they should have stopped that fight at the end of round six. He should not have come back out there for round seven. He want he wanted to, and his his trainer, Stephen Edwards, said. Look, I'm I'm going to give you at most one more round. I don't want to let you get really badly hurt in it. He wanted to go out 
for the seventh round. And he let him. It was on Showtime. I don't know how many people watch. We'll find out how many people saw it. And, of course, now these networks, particularly since boxing is getting terrible ratings, they're putting up a lot of highlights on social media. So many people could say, yeah, I've seen that fight or part of the fight by just following the social media accounts of the promoters and the networks, not to mention people who just put it up on YouTube on their own. But what was interesting when the fight started right in the beginning, Davis just was running around the ring, trying to avoid Benavides. <laughs> and after a little bit time. of that, they engaged. Well, I'm think, I don't think Benavides will, would allow him to do that. Right. So they had a real firefight. And again, Davis, you got to understand, he was a late replacement. Uh, is supposed to be uh, Uskatagi fighting Benavides, which probably would have been a little bit more of a competitive fight. Mm. But Uskatagi uh, failed a drug test. He tested positive for a thing called REPO, recombinant erythropoietin, which I'm probably mispronouncing. It's a synthetic version of EPO. And that's what? That's banned. Yeah. So, you know, he was. He was off the card. So they had to find a late replacement for the main event of the Showtime card. And they brought in Davis, who's been training with Terrence Crawford, who's really a middleweight against Benavidez, a big super middleweight. He looked huge just against about, Davis. <laughs> yeah. And, and everybody, just about everybody who does rankings has Benavidez. This is even before the Canelo plan. They had him ranked ahead of plant only behind Canelo in that division. So you're fighting a, a top level fighter who's never lost, by the way, he's lost the WBC belt twice, but not because he lost it in the ring. He lost it because of uh, drugs mm -hmm. and he lost it because he was, he, he didn't make weight and he stood on the scales. And of course he wants to, he wants to fight Canelo now. So it was a real daunting task for Davis to, to take that fight. But what he did in that fight, knowing all this, he was fighting above his weight class against a tremendous undefeated fighter, a late replacement. He established himself as an exciting fighter, and he should be able to get some more televised fights out of this. I don't know how far he's really going to go, but I think that was really his objective because I think deep down they knew they had almost no chance of, of winning this fight. And for Benavidez, he made the statement. He had this big firefight with Davis, which of course he came out very much on top. And Showtime put this on a week after the Canelo plant. They showed the replay of that fight at the beginning of the telecast. And when they repeat it, or if you watch it online, if you subscribe to Showtime, all of that is together on the telecast. So the idea was to build up to a fight between Benavides and Canelo, mm. with Benavides being, again, the top super middleweight behind Canelo. We'll see whether Canelo really wants to do that. I think it'll be a much tougher fight for Canelo than uh, Caleb Plant was. 
but it's the fight that a lot of people really going to want to see. We'll we'll see how that you know it's boxing, so we'll see how all that works out. And Benavidez has to keep up the discipline. There was an issue made about his weight, but the contracted weight for this fight was 169, and he came in exactly at that, even though super middleweight is 168. It was not a title fight. It was a 10-round fight. But if he fights for a title at super middleweight, he cannot be over 168. There's no mm-hmm. allowance mm-hmm. in boxing in a title fight. So he has to keep disciplined. And, you know, he's only 24. He's young. So hopefully he's, he's worked out these problems that he's had and he can stay disciplined. And perhaps in 2022, I'd like to see Canelo fight uh, Golovkin. I think that would be the big money fight and then fight Benavidez. I think that would be awesome for some big, they could be two of the biggest fights in 2022 because with the heavyweights who knows what what these guys could do these guys aren't even fighting when when was the last heavyweight fight that was Usyk, well, right yeah, yeah and, then, fury. and then fury, fury against wilder october fury 9th they're supposed to by the time this is posted the media reports are that the wbc will order a uh, fury to face dillian white who's been their number one contender now for a couple of years without getting a title shot. And the negotiations, according to both the promoters of Usyk and Joshua, are going on now for them to fight perhaps in uh, March or April of next year and the Fury fight possibly in April of next year. But again, it's boxing. Who knows if all this is going to work out? And again, the big... The big promise, I'm writing something up about this. The big Carnival Barker promise is, you know, step right up. They're going to watch these fights because after this, you could have the unification fight. Well, you know, we've been hearing that for for several years now, and uh, we'll see whether that happens. But I wouldn't, uh, you know, I wouldn't even better use tissue on it happening in 2022. And I have a lot of used tissues. (laughs) Yeah, I I think Canelo just fights twice next year. I don't think he does that. He fought four times last year, this year, I mean. Four times in the last 12 months. Right, yeah, so I think he'll fight twice, yeah, next year. He'd be three undefeated uh, champions. Uh, He was 4-0 with three knockouts. He beat Callum Smith, who won the World Boxing Super Series at super middleweight. He destroyed Billy Joe Saunders. We don't even know if he's going to fight again after the beatdown that he took. And, of course, Caleb Plant, who had never been knocked down before. So he said he wanted to take some. And, and he had, like, the Yildrum fight in between that. Mm-hmm. We'll, 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 see what, we'll see what he wants to do. Well, um, next He's clearly week- fight of the year. Yeah, well, definitely, without a doubt. And his trainer gets trainer of the year. Um, but next week, look, I'm going to have my my fighter, Tamis Long, who said that Caleb Plant, <laughs> Caleb Plant outboxed Canelo, like through, he figured, he said, had Canelo not knocked out Plant, Plant would have won that fight. So, Tam, you and I are going to have a big discussion about 
Canelo skills versus Caleb Plant skills because yes, Caleb, Caleb, he can box, but he did not win the majority of those rounds. I know that after watching the fight a second time. And I can't stay, I can't believe Showtime showed that fight for free after I paid my $80, Steven Espinoza. <laughs> Shit. They showed that fight for free. All right. That's, that's what they generally do. HBO used to do that. They generally have done that with the pay-per-views. You know it's going to be on the next week. It's just oh, by that time you'll you'll know the outcome. All right. Well, it was fun watching. It's another example of the watching live. Was so right. All right. Any, so you guys stupid. got anything else for us? What's up? Anything else you want to yeah, cover? Yeah, Eddie? we have. Uh, we got Crawford. Terrence, right? Terrence Crawford versus Sean Porter is coming up, which again, it's interesting uh, the politics in there. Uh, Terrence Crawford and a lot of other people have been saying, "Look, he is really the pound for pound top fighter in the world." But he hasn't been getting the exposure and the top fights and the attention that Canelo has. Now, you can debate that point. And he wants to prove it against Sean Porter and unify in the welterweight division. And so this is a chance to do it. And there are a couple of things that are interesting about this. The reason he hasn't his fights is not because... He's been ducking them. It's that PBC has been protecting all the top welterweights like Errol Spence and others. But now they're working with top rank to put on this fight. And there's some when I listened to the, the conference call that they had with uh, Crawford and Bob Arum was on it. And Bob Arum, who, as we know, is one of the nastiest haters in the world, was gushing about working with PBC and how wonderful they are, ESPN and all this. And I wonder, because PBC's ratings have been so dreadful on Fox, they're on lower level fights on the main Fox broadcast network and prime time on a Saturday night, getting awful ratings. And it's said that their contract with Fox is coming up, is is ending soon. I wonder if they might be moving their shell game next to ESPN Plus to add more boxing because ESPN Plus has been growing in, in the number of subscribers. So I wonder if the next destination is going to be. And in that case, you remove the political problem of having Crawford uh, face Spence, assuming Spence can even fight again because Spence pulled out of the Pacquiao fight with an eye injury. He, of course, previously had been in that car crash. We don't know what condition he's in. Keith Thurman has repeatedly been injured. So a lot of these top welterweights that PBC had aren't fighting, aren't bringing in money or attention for them. And maybe they're saying maybe we should get out of, of the welterweight business. But the problem for Crawford, if you want to see the media conference call that Top Rank had with uh, Terrence Crawford, you can go on YouTube and look it up and catch the replay. And what was interesting about that was they were supposed to do it one day last week and they couldn't because they, uh, they couldn't get a good connection with Crawford. So they postponed it to the next day. And when they postponed it to the next day, Crawford is sitting in a car 
talking over, I presumably, a cell phone that kept cutting in and cutting out. So ESPN didn't even send somebody over to really to put him in a studio somewhere or, or right. set this up to promote the fight. And if you read the comments, some of them were funny. They said it looked like a school board Zoom meeting or something like that. It's communication with Terrence Crawford is the problem. They have to work on the communication. And that's that's not the fighter's fault. It's his manager's promoter and manager's fault that they have to improve his communication. So if he has a big performance against Porter, who we know is a swarmer, is a very difficult fighter, that could set him up eventually for a fight with Errol Spence, which could be a huge fight in 2022. But again, it's boxing. So, you know, what what makes sense often uh, is not done, and often they end up doing the wrong thing. So see what and again this is on pay-per-view two weeks after the canelo plant fight you have this one for 70 dollars instead of 80 dollars i don't know how well this is this is going to do so we'll we'll see what happens all right well i don't know what the hell is going to happen other than um terrence crawford is probably going to knock sean porter out (laughs) All right, you guys, anything else you guys want to cover? What, Eddie? I, I think that's about it. There's just a lot going on, but the future of boxing, particularly in the United States, is not bright with this and right. and all these other problems. Because when we talk about all these UK fights and Sky Sports and all that, and the expansion of ProBellum and all these local promoters, we know standing in the shadows in Dubai is one Mr. Daniel Kinahan. Yep. So uh, that's that's a problem that's only going to get worse, it looks like. Yeah, and, and you know, you, you're watching fighters and you suddenly spy on their, on their boxing shorts or skirts, uh, gladiator things or whatever the heck they wear in the ring. You see the little empty right global logo all over the place it's like what they were yeah he's staying pretty low i haven't heard anything on him yeah no pretty low uh for him that's uh, right it's it's interesting because the infiltration on the on the british side is is pretty huge but it's also you know you got um mtk on american fighters too uh, uh you know slowly but surely exactly but surely so uh, i'm I'm curious to see what this is all going to look like i mean the ds fight coming up in uh in december he's an mtk fighter now so uh how that infiltration is going to seep into american boxing and what it's going to mean in terms of promotion and in terms of sort of how boxing is viewed how we stream it how we watch it whether they're inside old traditional tv whether right. it's on traditional cable whether whether it's through some whether it's the zone or espn or maybe some new entity we don't even know about yet because you know as we were saying earlier sky sports doesn't have a u.s uh partner are they going to expand are they going to set up something new they're uh the, their boxer promotional brand is sort of tied into MTK to some degree. We don't really know what that's going to look like, and we don't know what how it's going to affect the face of boxing 
as we come into 2022 and how boxing is viewed in the United States in, in terms of uh, the packaging of it as an entertainment product through various media outlets. Right. Well, you guys stay tuned. That's all for us today. We want more in-depth coverage on women's boxing because we cover a lot of women's boxing here and corruption in the sport of or sports governance in general. Then please subscribe, like this channel, check us out at warsports.com. That's W-A-A-R-S-P-O-R-T-S.com. You guys, uh, Eddie, you want to tell the people where you can find where they can find you? Yes, mainly on Twitter. At, at NHB News, and you could go to my website, eddiegoldman.com, and my Patreon page. Subscribe to that. A lot of exclusive articles and analysis at patreon.com slash Eddie Goldman. And I'm coming up with a new line of uh, knowledge bar with Eddie Goldman uh, schmatas on uh, That's right. the Red Bubble page, which you can help support independent journalism with that and i know thank you chris for helping with the no design problem. because i'm not exactly uh good at that yeah no worries all right melissa tell everybody where they can find you okay i'm at girl boxing now on twitter and on instagram and my website is girlboxing.org and uh we're just wishing everybody uh a lot of peace and health and everything else <laughs> and, that's and right enjoy the boxing this weekend it is going to be hot that's right. You guys stay tuned. Next week, we'll be back. I am your fight goddess. You can find me on Instagram at La Fight Goddess. And I'm on Twitter at Angry Afro Radio. All right. So you guys have a great day. Peace. We're out. No Holds Barred is brought to you by LennyHart.com, the home of Lenny Hart, the legendary MMA and sports announcer voice actor, singer, actress, and comedian. Lenny is also known for her jazz vocals with her Lenny Hart Jazz Cabaret Band. For more information, to book her, or to order a custom message from her, go to LennyHart.com. That's L-E-N-N-E-H-A-R-D-T dot com. And Skulls Fight Shop. Home of the Skulls Double End Bag, the perfect punching bag for your combat sports training. Skulls Double End Bags provide a realistic striking target and help improve speed, distance, and timing skills. Hang it and hit it right out of the box. No pump required. Skulls Fight Shop, advancing combat sports equipment for the next generation of fighters. For more information, go to Skulls, that's S-K-U-L-L-Z, fightshop.com. And Adolfina Studios, original art prints and handcrafted fine jewelry. For more information, go to Etsy.com, that's E-T-S-Y dot com, slash shop, slash Adolfina Studios, that's A-D-O-L-P-H-I-N-A Studios. Also, please subscribe to the No Holds Barred page on Patreon for much more No Holds Barred content that's at patreon.com slash Eddie Goldman. Now, you can also support 
our independent, no-holds-barred journalism by purchasing items such as t-shirts, hoodies, tank tops, mugs, pillows, masks, and even miniskirts at the new No-Holds-Barred-With-Eddie-Goldman shop on Red Bubble. It has also been recommended to me that people choose sizes on the large side, as some items may run small. You can browse all the items for sale and then place an order at redbubble.com slash people slash Eddie Goldman. Hello everyone around the world. Welcome back. This is Eddie Goldman, No Holds Barred. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of the show. Thanks for listening. If you want to follow my site, my blog, the easiest way is go to eddiegoldman.com. For No Holds Barred, this has been Eddie Goldman.